Welcome to Pull the Pin Ready, a place where average veterans come to share their opinions of the world we live in. We can't guarantee you're going to like our opinions, but we promise we're going to enjoy giving them to you. Welcome, Ryan. What's going on? Another glorious day in paradise. How are you doing? Paradise. Huh? Well, you know, every day is a holiday. You just don't get holiday pay. That's right. Yeah. So <laughs> what is it What is it we want to talk about today? Well, I, I think the only thing you can talk about today, the thing that's blowing up every all the airways, of course, Ukraine. You, you know, and you you say that too. And it's so funny when I went to look at the the source I use for headlines. I mean, everything is about Ukraine. Everything. Yeah. I mean, yeah. even even in like uh, LGBT rights are what distinguishes us from Putin. Says UK spy boss. I mean, like, what does that have to do with anything? They're just finding ways to make everything about Ukraine. Yeah, as it should be, I guess. Right. I mean, that's that's the story. You know, it's what's selling the papers for those guys, but. You know, it's weird to watch this war on CNN. It really is. I mean, it feels like obviously like Iraq. We are watching it Iraq, watching it on CNN. But uh, it's 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 nuts to watch, man. It really is. Well, let's address the elephant in the room. I mean, the elephant in the room is is, is war, right? Mm -hmm. So we know war, right? We were in the military, whether we were in in combat or not. We we prepared for it. We trained for it. So no matter how we look at this or what angles we come from, we both probably agree that war is bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. We we don't want war because people are dying. Innocent people, civilians, you know, people have nothing to nothing to do with it. Um, honestly, that's coming from the Ukraine side, unless there's, you know, civilians fighting with the Russians. Mm -hmm. But war is bad. So now that we get that out of the way and nobody thinks we're endorsing any of that stuff um, with our opinions, you know, what do you think about the whole concept like what do you think why do you even think this is happening honestly i i think uh it's been said a few times honestly i, I really do believe it's it's that you know putin wants to try to become the next czar you know he wants to get all the all the russians uh you know the the original russia back together you know become the empire it was at one point and now you know he becomes the next czar of russia which which is stupid i mean honestly I, i've heard multiple things but I, that's the one i think is probably the closest to the truth i don't think God, it's hard to tell you honestly what his what I think his opinions are, what I think his thoughts are, because he lies so bad. It's hard to get a you know a handle on what's the truth out of him. But he may be pushing to to make all of Europe part of Russia. I don't know, but it, it seems like that would be one crazy move on his part. You know. Well, well, I don't really know what's in Putin's mind either, right? And uh, I, I mean, when I look at the whole the concept, like you know, people here in America, they can't even tell you where Ukraine is, right? I mean, so. The fact that everybody's so worried about Ukraine, but yet nobody seemed to give a damn about Hong Kong. You know what I mean? I'm with the other people like, okay, Putin, maybe he's bad. Maybe he's trying to get the USSR back together. Maybe he is. But at the end of the day, I, I think we've lost so much trust in our government that I've got this just feeling that this there there's something way wrong about all of this. Well, I mean, honestly, I think... I think for the first time in a long time, our government is doing something on the right side. Honestly, that's how I feel about it. I feel like for the first time in a long time, I, I can agree with the uh, uh, president of this country doing the right thing at the right time. I mean, he's stepping up to the plate and making, he's doing the sanctions he needs to put in place without putting our soldiers over there. Um, he's called them out on his BS on every step of the road. And, I, you know, I, there's no question, I'm not a Biden fan, but I like how he's handling this. I do. Do you really? I mean, I watched a video. Uh, Biden gave an announcement about the sanctions, 
saying that he was going to put sanctions on Russia to prevent them from attacking. And then two days later, they attacked. And I watched Biden tell the people that the sanctions weren't designed to prevent Russia from attacking. Well, you know, Biden's lost in his own world sometimes on what comes out of his mouth. I mean, these sanctions would never stop Russia from attacking. Russia's going to attack if Russia wants to attack. It's to, to deter them from attacking, if at all possible, you know, to kind of help them realize that there are going to be consequences to their actions. I can't say that it, it would ever, anything we did, even if we put troops in, in Ukraine, wouldn't stop Russia from attacking. They were going to attack. They they cleared that out, you know, with all their BS. Oh, we're just training. Yeah. On all four, well, three sides in, sure, you're just training. And you blocked out the sea. That makes a lot, that looks like a training exercise. So, you know, anything we would have done, that was going to happen. He, heck, we knew about it before the Olympics. They came out and said, hey, you know, the, the idea was after the Olympics, he was going to attack. And what did he do? Right after the Olympics, he attacked, you know? So, I mean, it's, we couldn't stop him from doing what he's going to do. The, the thing is, is can we stop him now that he's done it through, without putting military boots on the ground? And, you know, I, I do like the fact that he's he's geared up all the troops. I mean, he's put a lot of troops over there in the in Europe right now as far as in the NATO countries. So if, if he does try to take it the next step, he knows we're going to be there. He's going to he's gonna have an American war at that, at that point. He may not care. I think Putin is crazy as hell. I think he has lost his ever-loving mind. I think, I think he's Hitler reincarnated. Really, I, yeah. I, you know, I personally believe that's what they want you to think. You know, I know, and in no way do I support Hitler or think Hitler, <laughs> Putin, Trump, whatever you want to call them, the flavor of the month. Because right. that's a great example. Like I'm saying, they they portrayed Trump to be this evil guy too. How much of that is actually being pushed on Putin? Like I said, I don't know what he's thinking, but I do know when I stop and look at this, you know, because I started looking into that whole NATO thing, right? And, and let's be real, NATO's probably a good idea, but NATO was formed, what, with uh, 12 countries? And they even had an agreement back, I think, in 2004 or something, where Russia said, look, you can't push, keep pushing close to our borders. We don't want missiles right next to us. And that's what all of, I think, Ukraine's uh, issue with Russia, Russia's issue with Ukraine was, was it Ukraine wanted to join NATO. But and I, well, they already said that they weren't going to let them join NATO. They already came out and said, we're not letting them, they're not joining NATO. That's not what we're trying to do here. You know, if, they're, if they tell them that from the get-go, I mean, you can only judge a horse by, you know, you can only judge somebody by what they do, not by what they say, because obviously a lot has been said and nothing's been done. I can tell you they hadn't joined NATO. I hadn't seen, I mean, as far as I know, there were no nothing in play that pushing towards them joining NATO other than them wanting to join NATO, you know? Right. Right. Well, that's what I said. I was saying Putin was promised before yeah. that they weren't going to encroach on his borders because let's think about it. Okay. Whether Putin's crazy or not, if that was the United States, let's say that was the United States and you had NATO was China or Russia itself. Like, at, at what point do we say, whoa, enough is enough? You know, you said you weren't coming closer. Now you're coming closer. Now this country's talking about joining. And, I mean, let's – the other elephant in the room, Joe Biden, Burisma, hello, we have a serious connection to Ukraine that's full of corruption. And half of Ukraine, I think, is Russian. So uh, They said it was, it was something like 17%. Well, I think the whole two states that he took originally were all Russian. 
that, but that was such a small factor of the whole of all of Ukraine. Though, sure, and, and even I looked it back at the history of Ukraine just because I was curious. Not that I know this stuff because I'm not a really history buff. Right. Even my son, like I said, knows more than me. But Ukraine has been independent, declared independence three times already. So clearly, they keep getting taken over, and you know, because I think in the beginning they belonged to Poland or something, and then they, so this is a country that's been mixed and meshed for years. So at the end of the day, I mean, how are they a pivot in um, in everything right now? Like, wh what do they have that makes America so concerned? Or are we just butting in again in places where we really have no say? Well, okay, let's let's take that in three steps here. Uh, firstly, I don't know if, if Ukraine's been taken over many times. What I do, what I did look up and see was that yeah, you know, what I think it is is, is Ukraine, Ukraine leadership goes back and forth. So you have leadership. I know they overthrew the leadership back in 2014, but that leadership was more pro-Russian than they were you know, pro-democracy, uh, you know, where the people of Ukraine overthrew it, overthrew the leadership at the time. It wasn't that it was overtaken. It was, it was overtaken by the people of the country and put in new leadership. And that's kind of where I think that one went. But we have, just to answer your question before, we have had Russia, Russian missiles on our, you know, close to us. They were in Cuba. You know, but we didn't go invade Cuba. We embargoed them, but we didn't invade them. That's a right. huge difference between us and us and you know the Russian mindset. On the third thing is, uh, um, I don't think we're necessarily butting in. We weren't putting missiles in Russia, you know, uh, in Ukraine. We weren't putting anything in Ukraine. Now, now Russia's there and can actually see. Hey, there isn't anything here, but we weren't doing it, you know. So I think it'd be a different if different if we'd have gone into Ukraine and started setting up you know missiles. But on the other side of that, do we really want to have Russia? take over Ukraine and then be on the border of NATO countries. That's the good thing about Ukraine where it is and not being in, not being in NATO, not being in Russia. It's right in the middle of the two. And it kind of is a good little divider. You know, the second Russia takes that over, they're backed up to NATO countries with missiles on the border. Right. I think, I think Russia's concern was, well, you put missiles in Ukraine and you're what? Right there at, at Moscow. Like you, right, you I agree. And, and we weren't, I mean, that's kind of, I think the idea is that we weren't trying to get them into NATO because we understood there was that sensitive ground, you know. Right. And I think the same thing on the other side is that we don't want Russia in there because there's that sensitive ground. If they're in there, they're closer to the European you know, countries, and that that puts them where they're in easily. Well, I mean, they're a missile striking distance already. It's not like right. they could hit us. But and and I think well, I think I mean I think Russia has no reason to trust us or NATO. I, I really just think they don't, and no different than we don't trust them. And I agree with you, like that. The, the, occupying ukraine or i don't we don't even know if they're occupying maybe they're just moving in to send a message and then withdrawal we don't even really know what the, the intention was but i still think that's not the right attitude uh -huh. because even if ukraine let's say even if ukraine joined nato and missiles were put there you're going under the assumption that we are going nor nato not we but since we kind of run almost entire nato um that we are going to invade russia like right. that i think is unrealistic I mean, but then again, like I said, I mean, our government has done crazy things I didn't, you know, think they'd do anyway. So, I mean, if Putin's even remotely crazy or borderline, you know, crazy, I'd be a little concerned, too. I, I would. But uh, I, I just I, don't I know. he's pathological, though. I mean, you heard the same thing I did. I mean, whether it's on, you know, CNN, Fox, I, I've been watching BBC just to get the other side, you know, just a different point of view on it, too. No matter what it is, you're all seeing Putin saying the same thing in the beginning. We're doing training exercises. We have no interest in going in there. You know I mean, mm -hmm. he has blatantly lied 
to everybody's face. And now he's lying on the other side. We saw the, I don't know if you saw, but I saw the video that, that was being aired on the Russian TV. You know, it's showing us, oh, we're liberating these people. We're doing great things, you know, and it's not. They're doing, I mean, it's just a, I don't know how he comes back after this. Does that make sense? I don't know how you come back as a world leader after lying so bad, so openly to everybody and just publicly lying. I mean, I, I get that there's there's a level of politics that that's, behind the scenes and I, I don't see. You know? I'm sorry, Ryan. You said you don't know how he comes back when our government's been lying to us well, constantly. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's, there's a level, that's what I'm getting to now. There's a level of political lies that goes on. And there's a web of lies in, in politics I get. You know, it's there. It's going to be there, but it's not so in your face. You know, you don't know that they're lying to you. You're, 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 you think they're lying to you. You can kind of go back and cross compare some things that may not line up exactly, but it's not so blatant in your face of, we're not going, and then they're there. You know what I mean? Even though right. people didn't know that that's <clears> what they were doing. They said, you know, they're out of fuel. They're out of supplies. They're walked in. They go, we didn't know what we were coming in here for. We just knew we were supposed to be coming in here. We were doing training exercises, and now we're here. You know, he's he's lied so bad and so openly to the public, to everybody. I mean, how do you place this man back in the seat and say, yeah, okay, well, you know, we got peace now. You go on. You be the world power that you were. You were. You go out and be the power of Russia like you were, and we'll take you seriously because you can't. Well, but see, you see, here's what bothers me, and, and you, you know, I, I keep going back to what you talked about, Biden. You know, you can oh, president, this, this, this. oh, he's sanctioning, he's doing what he needed, but but I think he's the cause of all this. I, I really do. I think he's the cause of this. Not that we, we can predict it. Obviously, we can't say. Everybody wants to say if Trump was in office, it wouldn't happen. Yeah. But he was in office four years, and it didn't happen. But Biden literally sat on television and said things. Again, this is the stuff that drives me freaking insane. He said that we're going to have to take some risk or some, uh, what do you say? We're going to have to suffer some consequences for freedom. And he's doing everything he can to keep gas prices down. And yeah. I'm sitting here thinking, no, you're not. Start fracking. Start producing our own gas true. like we did before. And then we start selling gas to all the countries tr uh, Russia's selling, selling to, and we bankrupt Russia. We don't approve a pipeline, which we did. I mean, I, I'm not buying that crap that, you know, Biden's doing any. I think he created this because he could have stopped this long time ago. We could have bankrupt. Why do we let the pipeline go through? Why did he stop ours and let theirs go through? So, you know. And then uh, I see what you're saying. And, it make, and what you're saying makes sense in that aspect. Now, Biden's not going to do that. Biden's not going to, no Democrat's going to come into office and let, you know, let that pipe go. They're just not going to do it. It's a matter of, of they're trying to appease the the eco world, you know, the, the tree hug, hugging people of the world. And they're just not going to do it. I mean, to, to that level, if we, how do I say this? I'm trying to think of the best one. Say. So if we stop buying the, the, the gas from Russia, which honestly it doesn't matter if we do or don't, if the banks are accepting the payment, right? We can take the import all day long. But I think to that point, he's kind of he's kind of put that out there where, yeah, we can still buy it, but they can't accept the payment. Does that make sense? So right now we can take all the gas we want from them, but they're not going to. But that's irrelevant, Ryan. That's what I'm saying. That is irrelevant. Trump already put us in, in energy independence. Trump had us producing oil and selling it. Yeah, he did. I'm which is Russia's number one export. Yes, it is. Biden gets in office and he stops all of that, approves Russia's natural gas pipeline, 
And then here we are, we're going to put sanctions on Russia. What are you talking about? You just made Russia rich. And then you just made them in control of NATO, because basically all those European, you made them in control of, of all their energy. And then you're going to sit here on, on television and say, well, we're doing all we can. No, you're not. Well, hold on. So in that aspect, I think he is because he's not. We already know. I mean, we're debating something that no matter what we do, he's not going to go back to. He's not going to go back to fracking. I mean, right. But, he's, but he's that's an environmentalist in the heart. He's not. But that's do a lie then, because well, he's not doing all he can do because he doesn't want to do that. He's doing all he can do within the means that he thinks is that right he for this wants country. to do. Right. Well, yes. he wants to do. Yeah, but he. I mean, his mind. He's destroying the world by fracking. He's destroying the world by pulling this pipeline through. So yes, within the means of what he can, what he he's going to do, he's doing the best that he can. So let me ask you this, then. Let me ask you this. So is this war in Ukraine closer to destroying the world, or could we frack for a little longer and prevent the planet from exploding in the next two months? Well, he's not going to do that, though. I mean, it, but but that's my point. My I, point I is even we're, we're arguing something that no matter what we argue about, is he's just not going to do that. He's looking for another alternative as far as. I mean, getting more fuel from the Middle East or, or getting more gas from the Middle East or however we have to pull it in, but cutting off pipe. I mean, he cut but, the pipe Ryan, off in Germany and even they did that, you know? But that's what I'm saying to you, right? Right? How do you sit there and tell the American people who are paying almost $4 for gas that we're doing everything we can when there is literally a solution that you may not like, but is not going to end the world in the next year if you just start pumping out your own gas and start lowering our prices? Well, Maybe people would support you. He honestly came out and did tell us, hey, it's going to hurt everybody. I, he didn't lie to anybody on that aspect. But it's it doesn't have to. Why does our gas prices have to be so high? Because he believes fracking's bad. Because We've been it, doing it, it for years. No I mean, honestly, I think fracking's bad. I really do think fracking's and, bad. And that's okay. But, but why not do it to alleviate right now the pressure on American people? Because we don't know at what point fracking is going to cause something major. You know what I mean? We don't know if, if, oh, yeah, okay, we can do it for another six months. Well, in that six months, it could be the, I mean, we don't know what point the fracking could do some damage, you know? We don't, we so don't you're, you're saying the risk of frack, fracking outweighs us suffering I don't know. So Ukraine? No, I'm saying the lack of knowledge of it, the lack of, the lack of understanding of behind the, the science behind it. I really don't know. I don't know if, if fracking another six months will do more damage than good. I don't know. So how am I going to argue for something that I don't know? Like if well, I knew that fracking was going to be okay for the next six months, I'd say, yeah, let's do that. But I don't. Well, but I that's what I'm saying. That. So you you don't know what fracking will do, but you do know what will happen if we can't afford to pay for gas. You do know what happen what will happen if our country starts collapsing and and nobody's got money and and all this inflation. You do know what will happen then. Right, I do so, know what happened then. But so I, I would know. I would err on the side of let's go with something we don't know. To stop something we do know is going to be detrimental. Well, I don't know what he's going to do in the next two or three months if we keep if this war keeps going. I don't think he's planning on this war going uh, more than uh, what I would think is thirty day period. So I don't think he's talking about a long term. As in, you know, I, honestly, I would be surprised, and I, I give all the credit in the world to the Ukraine people. They are doing an amazing job fighting the Russians. Amazing, strongest president I've seen. And I, I would I would vote for that guy. He can come here and run. I'd vote for him. I mean, I, I mean, comedian be gone. He is the president and he is a leader. But I forgot where I was going with this damn point. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I, you know, I don't see and That's what it was. I don't see them holding up the, the, the Russian army. I don't see it. So I do think within the next 30 days, Russia will have Ukraine if it keeps going. 
So, well, so is this going to lead to some big war? It already has in that aspect. Yeah, I mean, okay. I think, so, I think if it goes past Ukraine, it will because we're not going to get involved unless it hits a NATO country. If it hits so, a NATO country, so that's yes. my question, though. So, Putin has already threatened if anyone strikes back, whatever. He talked. He threw that nuclear word out there. They yeah, have more nukes than we have. Um, collectively, I don't know. But yeah, they think they still do. Yeah, they do. They do a lot more. Yeah. So, at the end of the day, you're telling me taking a chance at fracking for for a little more longer is way more riskier than facing the potential World War III. <laughs> well, I don't think you know, you're looking at the aspect that we're going to use these nukes. And I know well, he's on high alert. No, no, I'm yeah. looking at the aspect that Putin may use the nukes. You started this out saying he's off his rocker and crazy. Well, he is off his rocker. I don't think that I, I like to think, and this is this is my mindset, Russia is a powerful country. Putin, well, Putin is very powerful because the Russian people let him be. That's absolutely the rule of thumb. If this turns into a World War III, I would like to think that the Russian people would pull him out of office before we had to. Sure, and there is some there is some revolts there. There's some little protests. You know, there is, obviously, but there also is in Ukraine, there's also people that support Russia. Well, I mean, yeah, there's so, 70% that are Russian. I don't know if they support them. You know what? That's a media that, that's the media high part of it too, though. Okay. We're gonna we're gonna believe the media on certain things, or it's not not at all, you know what I mean? Because that's the media saying, Oh, well, Putin's there because he said the Russian people there want to become in. Those same well, Russian people are there fighting against them right now. So I don't know which Russian people are running in there. Well, but that's what I'm saying. But 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 we don't know, right? Because we we're don't. not there. No, but I, I like the, the way I'm looking at this. What's going on in the streets right now over there? I mean, they're capturing actual uniformed soldiers. Civilians are capturing uniformed soldiers out there right now. For God's sake! For the way they're fighting right now, I really don't think Russian people in Ukraine had any any call for action from from Putin. I really don't see it. Well, I, you know, the reason I the reason I brought up the history of Ukraine, that, that's why I'm saying the history of Ukraine. Uh, I'm not an expert at all. Like I said, I was just reading about it. There are multiple factions. It's almost like the, the Middle oh, East. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. there are Russians that support Russia, that want to be part of Russia in Ukraine. So those those internal things, maybe it's a minority. I don't know. I, I right. can't speak for that. But those things exist. And that's what you call the civil war. Like when we had ours. You know, Russia didn't come over and say, hey, you need to stop. No, they have their own war. And and it, that's why I'm saying if, if Ukraine had a problem, let them handle it, and then they'll figure out what to go with it. Give me one second. I'm going to scream real quick. You're going to scream. <laughs> scream at the Russians. So I came in and turned off the lights. So I was like, man, come on. <laughs> so at the end of the day, like, I'm, like, I'm not really – sure what to, to, to say or care about Ukraine. I, I really don't know. I mean, I don't want to see innocent people die. I don't want to see anybody die. So I don't at the end of the day, anybody that's as brave as these people are. Go, go on. I mean, I think these guys are amazing. I really do. And and you're right. I, almost like the rest of the world, I probably wouldn't have known where Ukraine was on the map if you had said it three weeks ago. But I do now. I absolutely right. do now. And I'm very impressed with them. Well, of course. And, and you see what they did, right? They issued civilians rifles yeah one for every 10 well gee what a concept yeah i wonder you know what My i wonder about i said man this is like the american revolution honestly oh, wait 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 are you saying this could never happen in the u.s so we don't need rifles right right That's, okay now i get it so literally we're split in half right now but we could never go to war inside or go against our government right okay so i get it 
So yeah, th let them have rifles. That's great for them. They're awesome. They're heroes, but we don't need them. Right. Because right. it could never happen here. Because it's happening in schools here. We have one out of every, you know, I mean, not to say, I don't want to get into that, that topic either, because that's that's going to make a lot of people mad at me if I say that one. But I mean, honestly, and it's horrible that it does happen in school, but I think if, if more people were armed, it wouldn't have happened in the school. Well, yeah, but I, I like I said, again, I, this is what, you know, I don't know what you do all day. Like, I don't know if you sit and watch the media that I don't trust the media anymore. And and you, you bring up a, a point like that. This is what's happening in schools. You can literally take all the school shootings and put them in your hand and be like, oh, look at all that. That's what but, I'm getting at, yeah. But you don't know anything about what's happening in the streets and the violence right. that goes on without rifles. And you don't know what the government is doing to people, taking their lands, locking people up because they, they, they gathered at the, like, you kidding me? Yeah. That was kind <laughs> so, of my point. That's what I was getting at, too. You said it, you said it better, but I, I'm not trying to fit anybody with the schools. But, yeah, it's such a small percentage of, of how guns are used in this country compared to, you know, protecting ourselves and what that's worth. You know that, yeah, that, that's kind right. of what it's, I was getting at. I seen it, Ryan. I seen it. There was a – I don't remember whose tweet it was, but I saw somebody show two tweets six years apart. One was about – it was a gun, like an anti-gun tweet. Oh, we shouldn't, American citizens shouldn't have guns, blah, blah. And then now they're like, oh, look at these brave soldiers. Thank goodness they gave them all guns. Like, this just highlights again the hypocrisy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And even and if, like right. you said, going back to Biden, Ryan, even if, like you said, that he doesn't believe fracking is good, he can still do it in defiance of his beliefs to solve an issue, or he can say it. Yes, we can produce our own oil because we did four years of it, but I'm not willing to do that because I believe it's a grave, greater danger than the possible outcomes of this. But so you tell call, the American let's, people. Let's call it out this way. I mean, American politics aside, where are you on what Russia's doing? I don't think war should happen, period. I don't know why they're doing it. I don't know because, like I said, I don't trust our media or our government. We could be totally being lied to. Russia might have a legitimate reason from what I see, I don't think it's a legitimate reason, and I don't like war, period. So, like I said, the act of war to me is wrong, period. You shouldn't have to go kill people to prove your point. You know what I mean? Even if you want to get in the pugil pit and, you know, duke it out that way, you don't have to kill people, especially innocent people. So I'm totally against war, period. I hate war, even though I've prepared to fight and, you know, I hate it. So why Russia's doing it, I don't know. Trump was accused of many things he wasn't, wasn't period. He still, do you know that Trump assassinated, had a, not assassinated, I don't think that was the right word, what he did to those Russian Spetsnaz or whatever those special forces, what do they call them? I don't know what they were. He had, he had a bunch of Russians killed when, when he told Putin, you, you come, you do this, it's got, it never made the news. It never made the news. I just found yeah, out about the other day. That. I found out about the other day. Somebody's like, yeah, this is something. And he was in a, I think a Green Beret on somebody's uh, podcast that was talking about it. Wait, 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 because we don't know that happened. We're listening to this guy who who's telling us it happened. It's the okay. same concept. I mean, it really is. I mean, sure, sure. We don't know what to trust anymore. That's the problem. Well, we don't know what to trust anyway. That's why I like to look at the BBC. I like to look at other. I mean, even if I had to go watch Al Jazeera, I'd watch Al Jazeera. Whatever I need to watch to get more more insides of the story. Does that make sense? Right, right. But where I'm telling where I'm going with this is, like, I know Mike had an issue one time with this, like. If you say you were this from some, I would trust you in your personal experience long before I would trust the media. 
Whoa. They would have to prove to me, just word alone, I would trust you over the media because the intentions, you wouldn't have any malicious intention if you did. Maybe you wanted to make yourself look good. Maybe you wanted to feel like you knew something we didn't know. Like even that story I just told you, I might be telling you that just because I want to feel cool. Like I know something you don't know. Right. But this man has more credibility to me than any major mainstream media outlet who's being told what to say, who's being I, told I what they can and can't cover. I don't trust the media any more than anybody else. I promise you that. But when I'm watching the man from multiple resources say the same crap that we have no intentions of evading, you know, uh, yeah. Ukraine, and then he does it, that is a that is about as big as a lie as you could put it. I mean, no matter sure. if somebody called him in or not, whether he his people were, Paul, oh, please come, please come. I don't care. You said you were not going to do it. Right. So a lie is mean, a lie, right? A lie is a lie. I mean, that's but in that aspect, to the point where, and once again, I'm trying to define the difference between the political bullshit that goes around. You know, as far as yeah, I know there's lies in, in politics. They do it all the time. Mm -hmm. They do. But the political bullshit compared to hey, world, we're safe. We're not. So I mean, what right now? I'm not going to use my nuclear arsenal. There's the button. I mean, what's this? Everything I, everything he said so far is lied. It's been the complete opposite. How can you trust? I mean, I, I just don't trust anything. I can say that the media does lie. Absolutely, a hundred percent. No, not a hundred percent. It's hard to defi define what's a lie and what's not. Putin has lied about every single thing. Well, I don't, I don't know if he's lied about everything, but everything I, that I, I he's saying, saying about not coming in and then all that. He's lost your meeting. trust. He's lost your trust, but no different than the government or the president's lost mine. Well, he's so, lost his own people's trust. They're over there protesting the street about him, you know, the same way. Well, not all of them, because obviously his police went and arrested him. I saw a video about that. So obviously he's got people following him. You know, that's the next thing is I, I don't understand. And, and the 200 soldiers that gave up saying, I don't know why we're here. You know, I get that mentality of it. The people are what give them power. The people are the only thing that give that yeah. one little man power. Yeah. So why the hell are the police following him then? Why the hell are anybody following? There's a there's a small regime of people in that in that that around his political world that yes they'll do anything he says because they're bankrolling off of what he's doing. But the people that aren't, which is most of Russia, which is honestly from what I understand, they have a the the population is dwindling. They're almost all freaking starving and they're poor. They're a poor, poor country. Russia's going down the pipes. There's no reason for us to evade Russia, let alone put freaking missiles on their border. They're killing themselves, you know? Uh, I guess, why are these people not, like like the police and the soldiers, why are they following the orders of this guy? You know what's funny, Ryan? I can ask the same thing right here in this very country. You, Yeah, I guess you could. And, and what well, Canada, Canada is a great example. You know, why is dictator Trudeau saying, oh, get rid of these protesters and then men on horses stomping over people who ain't doing anything. You can ask the same thing here. Why are people following what we believe or you believe to be something that they shouldn't be doing? Which right there leads me to believe we may not know the true story. Because then well, we have to assume... Know, you, know, you know as well as I do, if we have a, uh, an unmoral order or anything like that, anything that we that is deemed to be, that we would deem to be uh, unlawful right. You unlawful, don't have to follow yeah. an unlawful you don't have right. To follow it. But that's almost exactly what they're doing. They're they're committing genocide right now. They're they're out there doing the same thing Germany did in, in you know the 1930s, you know. That I means same concept. 
Right, but but that's what I'm saying. Like Ryan, I, this is good. I like this because we just talked about fracking, right? Right. Now you might consider that un unawful, un immoral, like it's destroying the planet. And I might say, dude, the planet was created for us, and there's plenty to go around. We can use it. So we have two different opinions there to start with. So how do we determine what we do, and how do we keep from us going to war with each other over those two different beliefs? And who's uh, right? I want to clarify something. My fracking belief is that I don't know enough about that information about fracking to not be scared of it. So I don't know what six more months of fracking will do. I don't know the science behind it. I know the basic idea of what fracking does. And, and from what I understand, there's an environmental risk to it, which we've already have enough environmental risk. And I'm no environmentalist in any way, fashion, or form. But we already do enough things in this world to, to really fuck up the environment. If we can cease one, okay, I'm okay with that. Don't get me wrong, the pipeline would be great. It would definitely lower our gas prices. But I'm over here, honestly, trying to look at more of a hybrid or electric car in the near future that I could buy. And that's okay. And I think I think the country and the people in the country would have gone that way anyway. I mean, that's what we do. We innovate. We create. We you know that's what we do. Yep. So to force things like that because of your belief, and that's all I'm saying right now. Even if your belief is fracking is bad, suspend that because we just had four years of $2 gas because we were producing oil. Mm-hmm. Suspend that. And when you're going to tell people, I'm doing everything I can, you're not because you can still do that. Whether you like it or not, you can still do it. So everything, he's just everything you can within that, that moral high ground. That well, he didn't say that. And you know that's what he meant. I knew that's what he meant. Well, I mean, that Putin, Putin meant he wasn't attacking right now. That's he what didn't Putin say meant. He said he wasn't invading, and that's and right. He did. But he meant right now. That's what he meant right now. Okay, yeah, yeah. I see, see where you're going with that. Exactly. Like, you know you exactly. You know he's you, not going to do that route because it's it's considered his. But world Ryan, what I'm saying, this is what makes it so entertaining, even these conversations, because we are both implying something that that we don't even know. I mean, if I didn't, that's ninety percent of every conversation where we're going to have. There's going to be an you know, we're going to imply something. Whether exactly. It's, you know, they're, they're, what Putin did was straight out lie. There is no freaking if, ands, or but about and, it. And you can say that. And I'm going to tell you right now, Biden straight out lied too because yeah. he didn't. I like the way Biden's handling. I really do. I like well, that. The only thing I've ever said I like Biden the way he's handled. And that's and that's probably. I don't think he's doing enough. I think he created it. I don't think he's doing enough. How do you think he created that? I'm kind of lost on how you think. I told he you how he created it. Explain that to me again. What do you mean? Well, first of all, he's in cahoots with, with Ukraine. Period. I mean, we already okay. know that. Right. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. So. He was the one that approved Russia's pipeline. Russia gets their pipeline, and that is their 70% of their economy. Okay. He approved it. Yeah. He stopped us from, from doing, being oil independent. So now we're buying, and half of Europe is buying from Russia. Okay. So he gave Russia the upper hand. Okay. Then he goes out and tells Russia what he's going to do or not do. Before Russia even decides what to do, remember he said he said something. Well, it depends if it's a, a, a I don't know what his words were. If it was a you know big what? attack or a little attack or like, what are you talking about? Okay, but yeah, but when he said that, Russia was sitting on the border with their training exercises. It's not like they were already there. I mean, but it doesn't already... matter. Why would you tell them? Well, we're only going to do something if it's a major attack. If it's a minor attack, no, I give you. You're right. He should have. His words were shit for that. And it, that's what it, I'm saying. He yeah, he wrong. almost provoked it. He almost said, "Oh, well, go ahead. We're not going to do anything unless it's major." Well, what's major? I don't know yet. 
Right. We'll see when it happens. Okay, I get that. But he did. In when you say he created it, you're saying not that he created this war. Well, no, no, no. I mean, this all was brewing many years. Okay, obviously. that's what I'm a little wrong. Brewing. I thought you were saying he created this war that we're in. No, no, no. But he he okay. allowed it to happen. Where, like I said, whether you like it or not, he put know, more whether, dependency on Russia, which allowed us to be hurt by this war. Yeah, he gave okay. Russia the upper hand in 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 the beginning. And now, now that Ukraine is suffering, he's telling us we need to suffer while we watch Ukraine suffer and then see what happens. Because he even I mean, said these sanctions aren't going to be effective for 30 days. Well, that, that's probably very true. I like. Then I mean, what's the purpose of them? And you can even look at the history. Uh, there's a guy who did broke it down. He said no sanction has ever worked in history. Every time we've sanctioned countries, they've still attacked. And it may not have worked to stop a war uh, in the beginning. But it could work for peace in the long run, is what I'm thinking. And I never expected the sanctions to stop Russia from coming in. Never did. If mm -hmm. Russia was going to come in, they were going to come in. My thought was that the sanctions will help them ultimately get to a table and get peace. Because I mean, once you take them off that world ledger, you know that's that's a whole thing. The banking system. Well, that that's swift, but that just happened, Ryan. It did just happen. No, it, it, it didn't happen before. A lot of the countries. We we started this stuff what a few days ago. Now Japan just got on it. And all these other countries just came in. I think. Switzerland just came on it, but we started this process a few days back. It's not like we just did it today. They only been, they only been attacking really for four days. You know, we didn't put sanctions on it before he we went in there. Right, but what that's what I'm saying. What does it matter now? They're already in there. <laughs> right, but if we can create that economy crash, yes, it won't happen for 30 days. But I don't expect why the war may not last more than 30 days. The people of Ukraine are going to be revolting well after Russia is done with what they're doing. If sure. they that, if, so I think it could have a long-term effect. Well, I think I think it goes back to a point you brought up earlier: is what what is Putin's end game? Like, where does he go from here? Like, what what is? I mean, he definitely, if he's crazy enough and pushes forward, he knows where it's going to lead. And maybe you know, there's some conspiracy theories. Obviously, got to call him that because everything is conspiracy theory until it's true. But there's some some talk that this is a distraction for China, mm. for China to walk into Taiwan while we're all over here. Oh, look at Russia! Look at Russia! I mean, there's some talk of that stuff. What if it's real? Russia and China have been connecting because that's what we've managed to do. We've managed to push Russia out, so they need to find a new ally. Well, Russia's been an ally with China. That's, not, but, that's a new thing. But we've solidified it. And do you think Do you think that NATO, the rest of the world, can take on a China-Russia front? Do you think we can do that? Uh, I think it would be the end of wars. Yeah. I think that would be. But the other side of that is, you know... I wanted to bring this up earlier too. Where is the outcry for Taiwan? The outcry around the world has been there for Ukraine, but where's the outcry for Taiwan? But that's my point. I, I mentioned that earlier when I talked about Hong Kong. You were censored if you said free Hong Kong. But now all of a sudden you got celebrities, you got everybody, oh, Ukraine, Ukraine. This is why I don't believe it all because it oh, seems well fabricated. I mean, for the, it, there's obviously some political, high-level political shit that we may not know, but yeah. I believe that the people of Ukraine fighting in the streets, I believe that that war is it's critical right now. Honestly, I don't know if it's critical for NATO. I don't know if it's critical for democracy in that level. I guess in some aspects it is, but I think it is critical for the people of Ukraine. And that's oh, yeah, of I, course. I feel very important, very strongly for. And I'm They're very the ones proud. suffering. Well, I'm, I'm more than that. They're more than suffering. I mean, they, they are 
so strong. It really reminds me of America, a young America coming into play. You know, when we fought our, our freaking, we fought the British, we fought you know France, we fought everybody. You know, to get America where we are, and it looks like they're going that same route. I really, it touches me in that avenue, man. It touches me in that how hard these guys are fighting. I honestly wish it was like World War One, uh, and and I guess the beginning of World War Two, technically, where they would let veterans of America go over there and fight with them. Because mm-hmm. I would. Yeah. Well, let me know how that goes. Take pictures. You got it. I'll see. I am not dying for a country. I have no idea or care. For what it's against, I would. I mean, I I really, I feel like these people are fighting so hard. They want their independence. They want their country. You're going to be needed here to fight for your country. So, right now, I don't. Right now, just like right, it's just like World War World War Two in the beginning. We weren't in it, right? Not yet. You're not. No, but you will be. Maybe you will be needed. Maybe. All right. My my country won't take me anymore. They yeah, my ass. So. Of course not, right? But we still know how to do what we need to do with yeah, uh, yeah. crutches and walkers. <laughs> Let me go over there. I'll be animal one twenty, baby. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. All right, Ryan. Unless you got some alibis, I'm gonna wrap this up because we could go on. You know, we hopefully maybe we we'll get another episode going out of this because yeah. uh, things are obviously gonna be fluid and change. Maybe we will get some more vets on here and get their opinion. Maybe some got some personal experiences. Uh, you know, maybe one of them's got a Ukrainian wife. I don't know. I'll tell you who I think would be cool if we could ever, ever get in here is that one, uh, some of those pilots that have gone head to head with those bigs that have pushed them out of the way and stuff, just to kind of get their their impression of what Russia, Russia aggression really is. Yeah, well, like I said, I mean, I, I would just settle for some real raw truth. You know what I mean? I, I don't want to go to mainstream media. I want people who know what's going on here, you know, Ukrainian citizens, like, you know, the guy from parliament from Ukraine was on mainstream media. When it, or I don't know if they call it parliament, but I was listening to him speak and him appealing to, you know, Americans trying to, you know, f- keep Ukrainian in fight. You know, so I'm like with you, like my sentiments, yes, for these people. But in the same token, like I'm tired of Americans dying all over the world for people who could give a damn less about us. Right. You know what I mean? They're not coming here to fix our problems, you know. So, in fact, they're, you know, allowing Hunter Biden to do all that crap and work on so they're actually creating problems for our country so in that aspect i'm not excited about going to ukraine but i do feel for humankind period so but uh yeah hopefully we get some other vets on here share some opinions get some uh raw details you got anything else you want to add before we close out here go ukraine go ukraine there you go <laughs> free hong kong uh, what else ukraine Pro- taiwan, protect go taiwan go. yeah i gotcha all right well thanks ryan for joining me Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you all um, for you know listening to us. And uh, get on here if you're a veteran. You can go to our website, pullapinready.com. Any way you can contact us, just get on here. We want to know your opinion. So until then, Godspeed. And pull the pin. Thanks for joining us here at Pull the Pin Already. We hope you had as much fun as we did. If you like what we do, go ahead and hit that like button and share this video with a friend. Don't forget to subscribe and hit that bell button so you don't miss out on any of our future episodes. But most importantly, leave a comment below. Let us know if you agree or disagree with our opinion. Hope to see you here next time and pull the pin already.